Hello and welcome to the No Dementia Podcast, where we talk about dementia and brain health. I'm your host, Joe Tumalo. I'm a volunteer here at Dementia Society of America. Our mission is to enhance the quality of life for those living with dementia, their caregivers, and the community. To know dementia, we have to have good brain health and live a beautiful life regardless of what comes our way. So we have an awesome guest today for you. Uh, Don is living with uh, Louis body dementia. Uh, he is a true inspiration. He speaks about his experiences around the around the country, and very inspiring and very hopeful. I know you're going to enjoy it. Before we start, I do have a quick important message. All content, including any potential medical information, is provided as informational resource only, not to be used or relied on for diagnostic or treatment process. It should not be a substitute for professional diagnosis care, or treatment. Please consult your healthcare provider before making any healthcare decisions or for guidance about a specific medical condition. The opinions expressed and the content shared by me and my guests today are not necessarily the opinions and the content of the Dementia Society of America. Okay, John, so when we were preparing to uh, our, for our podcast, uh, one of the key points that you wanted to make is uh, using an acronym ASAP. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um, first of all, it, it's nothing I created. It's entirely a uh, from Robert Bowles, who is the uh, first person I talked to uh, after I'd been diagnosed, who was a person living with Lewy body dementia, and I asked him for advice, and, and he began with ASAP, which is, uh, number one, acceptance of your diagnosis. Those that fight it, deny it, feel terrible about themselves, uh, tend to, to uh, wallow in it, and, and you need to get to the point at some point, if you're going to live with this disease and live the best you can to accept your diagnosis um, and, and get to that point where, yeah, I got it, but it's not going to control me. Uh, I'm going to do the best I can every day with the rest of the days I have. So acceptance. Uh, socialization is the S, uh, continuing to interact with people and groups and, and rather than shutting yourself in and, 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 and you may or may not want to tell people about your diagnosis. That's up to you, but you need to continue to interact and, and, and maintain that brain activity because that's uh, healthy and, and, uh, I think helps you live a, a more full life with the disease. Excuse me, Don, is there any, uh, at any point did you, is it like, are you embarrassed that you might say or do something uh, that you feel like you want to uh, cut that off ahead of time and say, look, just so you know, I'm dealing with some things. If I, I don't know, it would, would that even be a factor? You know, I'm, I just want to let you know, this is what I'm dealing with. So if I seem like I'm not fully present or something does, is that helpful or did you have to? To me, that would <clears throat> um, be totally up to the person uh, living with the disease. None of us experiences it the same way. None of us want to uh, have exactly the idea about thing. I, things. I, I accepted my diagnosis and, and I, I, I did not want to hide it. I, I'm not ashamed of it. I finally had a medical diagnosis and explanation. 
And it's something I've never heard of. And I've been a medical malpractice defense lawyer for the last 30 years of my legal career. And I'd had mm-hmm. Alzheimer's cases and, but I've never heard of this disease. And, and, and I was, I was upset by that. And, and so I wanted the people know about the disease and, 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 but some people don't want to tell other people. That's totally up to the person living with it. And how you interact about that is a, a very individual decision, too. So if you want to tell people I may be off here, or that, I mean, that's, I'm fine with that or or not. Just doing yeah. the best you can and let them wonder. I, I, that's, uh, I, I think that's an individual decision on how somebody chooses they want to handle living with their dementia. Well, the acceptance, I, I mean, I, I get so much credit uh, for being able to accept it. I, I can't, you know, I would think most people, I don't know that I, it would probably take me a long time to really accept it. And and we might say to other people, yeah, I accept it, but there's always something. Yeah. So how did you, if, if you're comfortable sharing, did you seek, did you get help in accepting it? Did you just, I mean, you're very, you seem like a very strong-willed person. Um, no, I, I. I was a medical malpractice defense lawyer. I, for the last 30 years of my practice, all I did was defend doctors and hospitals and nurses. Hmm. And I gained great respect for uh, the medical community. And, and I was frustrated for seven months of not getting a diagnosis. Oh. Uh, so I went to what, what I think is, if not the most, one of the most outstanding institutions uh, in the world, the Mayo Clinic. And let me tell you, they took it and they did all the tests and they had them all set up back to back. I knew I was in hands of somebody that knew what they were doing about these diseases. And, and when, when he told me what I had, I felt relief, frankly, because it did explain what had been happening to me and I was being told now there's nothing wrong with you. You're just nuts. And really? And, and, yeah. And, and wow. here it was where I had a medical condition that I never heard of. And yet when Dr. Notman discussed it with me, everything that I'd been having fit right into classic Lewy body dementia. And, and I accepted it. I, I knew right then that I had. I mean, I asked the doctor, I asked Dr. Notman, how sure are you are this? And, and, and he said, Oh, you know, we don't know for a hundred percent unless we, when we do an autopsy on you, it's your brain, but he says 70% or higher. And, and, uh, uh, it just explained everything. So as particularly after I studied it more and more, you know, I, I immediately bought the book on, that had the chapter in it. And of course I did research and found the seminal paper and, and, and on the diagnosis and management. And, and so I, it, I, I knew I had, it. I mean, just, I'd been involved in enough medicine. So that it explained what it was. So to me, acceptance was fairly easy, mm. but most people don't have that situation. I, I can understand. How long you said you were, uh, for about seven months trying to figure out what it was. How long did it take the Mayo Clinic to figure it out? What you th- do you think? I was there in uh, less than a week. Oh, my gosh. Wow. What a great endorsement for them. Absolutely. Fabulous doctors and fabulous care. Hmm. Amazing. And so A stands for? 
The next A, the second A is attitude. Attitude. Yeah. yeah. Attitude. You know, I mean, you can dwell in the negative. And, and, and you know, I, my wife says sometimes I think too rosy a picture about what's going on. But, um, you know, I choose to be positive uh, the best I can for as long as I can. You know, some days it don't turn out that way. But, um, uh <laughs> It's it's much more better. It's better for your mental health to be in a positive attitude about things. Don't dwell on what you can't do. Figure something out that you still can do and enjoy and focus on the positive and don't dwell on all the things you can't do anymore. I gave up driving, you know, uh, almost immediately, you know. Mm. Uh, when I started hallucinating, I go around speaking publicly all the time and I'm lawyer and, and if i had a wreck and you know I, I started seeing things and hearing things that aren't there and, and and i'd immediately be at fault so i said yeah i'm giving up driving so you so i uber a lot i did you know i just stay positive keep active keep uh going forward and 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 and, and it's uh it's just a lot healthier for you and and it makes it, yeah, you can be negative all day and you can gripe about it and you can feel sorry for yourself. And and frankly, I did go through that. You know, I mean, there's a time there, you know, there are rough times and, and, and I I have those rough times. My wife can talk a lot more about it than I do, but uh, it just helps everybody if you can stay positive. Uh, it helps your caregiver. It helps your frame of mind. Um, it, it's not always possible, but it, do the best you can to stay as positive you, as you can for as long as you can. Well, it's like, um, who was the guy? Remember Zig Ziglar, one of the early self-development guys? He was like a sales motivational speaker. And he said this positive attitude and is like brushing your teeth. You don't just brush your teeth once and say, I'm done. Every day when you get up, you have to start over and it's okay. It's a new day or like a can't. There's another guy I listened to. I can't think of his name, but uh, he talks about a campfire. You build the campfire, uh, but it only lasts so long. So every day when you get up, you have to rebuild the campfire and start again with your fresh attitude, your positive attitude. And it's a daily for all of us, but certainly uh for yourself, you've got so much more. Uh, it makes it so much more difficult to stay positive. Again, your 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 message is, and you are very inspiring. Thank you. And then finally, P. The P stands for purpose. Purpose. Um, you know, I, most of us, our purpose is sort of entwined with our job, right? Or, or what are we doing for a living? What what is it? And I certainly asked the way I viewed it. And, 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 uh, and I knew I, when the doctor told me what I had, you know, Dr. Knott said, well, Don, you need to continue to work, you know, as, and I said, well, doc, Dr. Knottman, you, you know what I do for a living, right? Is defend you guys in multi-million dollar medical malpractice cases. Would you want me to be your lawyer? And he goes, <laughs> no. And I said, well, funny thing. Neither would anybody, other doctor. I, I, 
probably the last thing they want to hear is, Hi, I'm Don Ken. I'm your lawyer, and I got Louis body dementia. <laughs> Some days <laughs> <about> it, <you laughs> know? I knew my law practice days were over, and and he says, well, you got to have a purpose, you know. And and so uh, uh, Robert Bowles, when I met him, he says, you know, what did you do for a living? And I said, I was a lawyer. And he said, well, why would you sit sit around behind the desk and write contracts? I said, no, I, I've tried over 100 cases to jury verdict, including one televised nationally on court TV. And, and, and I speak. And he says, you speak. You know, it's the most common disease nobody's ever heard of, Don. You know, <laughs> what do you think? I said, "You're right, Robert. I need to speak about this disease publicly." And and uh, amazing. I, I began using every avenue I could find to get opportunities to speak to people about what it's like living with dementia. Are you I still? Are you still? Yeah, I'm sorry, Don. Are you still doing that now? Are you, are you still oh, absolutely. I'm. I'm blessed. We have. Uh, uh, UT Tyler here in town has a nursing school, um, and I speak to their class uh, every uh, every year. Um, I think uh, twice a year, actually. Uh, Tyler Junior College has a uh, LVN program and a, and a dementia course, and I speak at it several times a year because they change over new new classes and all that. Uh, I came to meet a the uh, a failer a fellow Baylor graduate I'm, I graduated from Baylor University and and uh, who happens to be a nursing uh, professor over in uh, TCU in Fort Worth and and uh, she invites me to speak to her class every year and she recommended me to TCU as a medical school I speak to first year medical students uh, at uh, TCU uh, every year. Uh, I speak at, uh, I've spoken at uh, conferences held in Fort Worth. Fort Worth kind of leads the state of Texas in dementia care and awareness. Their, their nursing program is now even providing a, you can get a subspecialty in, uh, in, in uh, dementia nursing. Um, so I, I stay active with, uh, with, with doing a lot of those things and, and then other opportunities that come along. I speak to church groups. Uh, I, I'm, uh, faith has been very part of, part of my journey and, and I, uh, speak to church groups about that. And, and, uh, yeah, I, 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 anybody, I, you get two people together that want to learn something about what's like to live with dementia. I'll be there. <laughs> That's great. Now, will you do that? Well, obviously, you'll do it online. So um, if people want to give you a quick plug here, if people want to uh, have you speak online would be no problem, right? Anywhere. Anywhere. How about on on site? Are there, would you go anywhere in the country or just certain areas? I, I would, I would consider going, you know, anywhere in the country, particularly, you know, the bigger event, the, the more I would be, uh, you know, I wouldn't want to fly to Alaska to talk to two people. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I'm gonna I'll zoom that. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> but if it's a big conference, I, I I speak to a medical conference that's here in Tyler. Uh, uh, family practitioners uh, at their medical conference. I've spoken there. I, um, I, I've been to, like I say, I mostly 
places I've been, I've been to Las Vegas for the International Lewy Body Dementia Medical Convention, and then uh, uh, Fort Worth quite a few times. And uh, I've been to Longview, which is a down the road a little bit from Tyler, and uh, they have very active uh, dementia groups there that are trying to press knowledge about dementia and the proper care. I do, I'm in the Speakers Bureau for uh, uh, Tipa Snow, who's of course uh, internationally known uh, who developed the positive approach to care and mm. is a wonderful uh, program. And I do things virtually, uh, although I have speaking that uh, at a conference uh, actually here in Tyler when she was brought here to speak in person. So she said, you be out there with me and you're going to get, we're going to speak together. So, nice. uh, yeah, I, I, I go anywhere. Uh, mostly it's around here, but, uh, and, um, and how, how can people get in touch with you, Don, if they do want to book you for a speaking gig? Uh, well, I, my email is D as in Don Kent, K E N T at Tyler, T Y L E R dot net. And you can send me an email and, and uh, we can set something up. Well, thank you. Anything else you want to share with our audience? I don't want to be known someone dying from my dementia. I want to be known for someone who lived the best they could every day of their life after their diagnosis. And I want people with dementia to know there is life after this diagnosis. Beautiful. God bless you. Thank you so much. Pleasure. And it's great to be uh, uh, with Dementia Society of America. Thank you for your work. Thanks for helping us. You be well. You too. Thanks, Don. Well, thank you for listening. I hope it was helpful. This is a monthly podcast. So check back, please. Every month, we'll be bringing you new ideas and information to help you uh, with better health and navigate. Dementia Care. Do you have your umbrella guide yet? This is an awesome, easy to read document, 16 page filled with facts of understanding dementia, care planning, how doctors can help and ways to keep your brain as healthy as possible. You can get a free copy by going to 1-800-dementia.org or by calling 1-800-DEMENTIA. We're a national nonprofit. We're here to help you. And uh, please let us know how we can do that. All the best.